I believe that before well, the night is over, somebody is going to be Welcome, everybody, to our daily podcast. Somebody's today, Pastor Tim Cross Kennedy. Breakthrough in your heart, a breakthrough in your mind, a breakthrough in your family. This is a year of the Bible. Revival of the Bible. We're going to talk about declaring the word. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough. All right, let's declare it. Come on, clap your hands up high, everybody. Come on. talk about that. Welcome to our daily podcast. Today is 15th day of, what's today? January 2024. <laughs> I lost my thought there for a minute. If things go well, I, I'm having to say that because when I pre-record like this, uh, because I'm going to take a trip, I, I, I make sure after what happened with Israel last time, I will be on a plane uh, on this day uh, flying to Germany. Uh, we're doing some work there in Eastern Europe, as well as Germany, <clears throat> as the Lord has led us there uh, many times, 10 plus years, some, some I think longer than that now. But uh, just ministering to that body, that part of the body there, and we're so excited about their heart for the Word of God, but also the supernatural. And uh, we're so excited to be a part of that and pouring in there. I had a dream. I've shared it a little bit on some of these platforms of Eastern Europe reopening and uh, new opportunities coming. I saw a new door open all the way along the border of the Russia uh, border, all the way up north uh, toward um, the, the Norwegian countries, but Latvia and Estonia up in that area as well. Uh, God has a plan, and I'm, I don't know if it's tied to the war coming up, ending in Ukraine. I'm believing for that to end soon. Uh, prophetic is uh, by the end of February. Uh, if if we press in, that there can be a breakthrough there. So we want to believe for that, <clears throat> for the people, just the sadness of that whole battle. Things are heating up. Uh, if you're watching the news, there's uh, wars all throughout the Middle East right now, just these skirmishes that are breaking out. Uh, so Israel is still the focus, and we are still staying on the wall concerning that issue. Well, today... I want to just uh, release this word. We, we've had it several times. Several people have given this word. It's the year of the revival of the Bible. And I like that word. Uh, you know, we do our daily Bible uh, reading. I encourage you to join us. You can go to our app and follow the plan that we have. It's a Torah reading, uh, which, you know, all most people do Torah par, uh, Parsha. We'll read that, but then we also add the New Testament <clears throat> as well and the rest of the Tanakh. Uh, the Old Testament, as we finish it out through the year. But it's just a journey, and many times if you read with us, you'll find that what we're reading is what we're going through. And um, today I want to just just declare the word of what he says 
And when you read the word this year, I encourage you not to just to read it, be excited by the revelation, but application. Uh, apply it. Uh, I, it's more than just the whole, the old name it, claim it stuff and just declaring the word. When that Holy Spirit hits you, and you know that's a word, a now word, a rhema word, declare it at that moment. And I was praying on a prayer call last Friday, and I, I brought this scripture out because it just really lit me up. Um, it's in Psalm 49, the Psalm of the Sons of Korah. And they're, the, the folly of trusting in man's strength really is what it's about. But in the third verse, it says, Why should I fear in days of adversity when the iniquity of my foes surrounds me? And that is the hour we're in. If I could describe the hour we're in, that's it. Our foe, our enemy, uh, is surrounding us. And it says, Even those who trust in their wealth and boast in the abundance of their riches no man can by any means redeem his brother or give to God ransom for him. For the redemption of his soul is costly, and he should cease trying forever, forever that he should live on, etern- live on eternally, that he should not undergo decay. And it's a warning here that of men trusting their own strength, their own abilities, their own wealth, their, only, their own production of how they got uh, where they are and trust in the Lord alone. And, and the, the psalmist says here, why should we fear those days of adversity? And then he alludes to the fact that these people, these adversity, these foes of ours, they're trusting their own strength to deliver them even eternally and to provide for themselves. And we know the scripture tells us that's not going to happen. But what lit me up was, why am I in fear of how strong my adversaries are around me? How successful they are being around me? Um, and the injustices that just seem to thrive, especially in the political arenas and things like that, where they seem to be getting away with crimes and getting away with uh, you know, just uh, all the wrong that's going on. And, and again, it's still happening, and I just can't fear that that is going to consume us. I have to get into a place where I trust the Lord. So I want you to get this, and this is what the Word the Lord gave me. So here's, here's an example of reading the Word, the revival of the Bible, and then saying, God, what are you saying right now for today? Just ask the Lord that. And, and, I, and my journey with this scripture was uh, asking the Lord, I said, Lord, this is where we are. I said, we're... The adversity around us, our foes surrounding us, are, are thriving, and you know they have the wealth, they have their their strength, they have the position. Um, this is you know, I can I could see why man would fear, and then the Lord said, "Why are you fearing?" And then He took me straight to Jeremiah seventeen, where it says, "Cursed is the one who looks to man for strength," and 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 the Lord said to me, "They're your foe." Your adversary, it's my adversary, because anybody's an adversary of ours, if we're walking according to the Lord, is an adversary of the Lord, or vice versa. And he said, you are fearing a cursed adversary, a cursed foe. They are cursed because they have put their strength or their trust in their own strength. Why are you fearing a cursed people? They will reap what they sow. And I, I just, it was liberating 
And I want it to be liberating for you as you uh, walk this out and say yes to that. So like I said, I want to give you a practical there. I'm reading that. The Lord says that to me, and then I apply it. I say, okay, Lord, I am not going to walk in fear. I make a declaration, a decree, and say, I'm not going to walk in fear. And I repent, number one, of fearing a cursed foe, a cursed enemy. I repent that I think somebody who's cursed is more powerful than somebody who's blessed. And I'm blessed, and so are you blessed, because you're a child of the king. King Jesus is your king, and he is against your adversary. The enemy is our adversary, obviously, but when he works through men who put their trust in their own strength, they are a cursed people. Now, I don't want them to stay cursed. I want them to get saved, delivered, set free. <laughs> but in the, until that happens, or if that ever happens, I cannot sit there and fear them. And so this is a year of the revival of the Bible. So this is what I want to do. Revival means you go back and you revive yourself with the word. And I, I, I realize we can get into patterns and we can become very religious about the Bible. We can. And we got our string of scriptures that we pull out during you know, this, this problem and that problem. And I'm not here to judge whether that's always right or wrong. But I know this in my journey with the Lord. A rhema word is much more powerful than just a written word. As powerful as a written word is, it is. There, there's a power in rhema. I, I've shared this before, but I was doing the deliverance on a Satanist once, and <clears throat> we were dealing with a divination spirit, um, just crazy stuff. I mean, just like almost this person was manifesting animals and stuff. I mean, it was just crazy. And the Lord says to me, and I, and I couldn't get this demon out. I was trying. I, I just was having a hard time getting this demon out. And I remember the Lord said, Clearly, in the deliverance session, he says, read the story of when Moses threw his rod down and it ate the serpents up of, of Pharaoh's uh, magicians. And, and now, now, okay, I'm in the middle of a deliverance. This person's fully manifesting, growling, doing all this stuff. And I'm thinking, really, Lord? <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I said, really? That's what you want me to do right now? I, I need something better than that. And the Lord said clearly to me, just read it. <clears throat> and so I said, oh, well, uh, what I'm doing is not working anyway. So I just cracked my Bible open. I find the story and I read the story and I read the power that was given to Moses through the rod. And that's what the scripture says. It was God put his power in Moses through the rod because the rod represented the Lord's rod, his strength, his power. It wasn't, there wasn't some magician, you know, magical, you know, anointing on the, on the rod itself. As far as that's concerned, it was anointed because God made it and put it in his hand, but he threw it down and I'm reading the story. And, and the more I read it, the more the demonic is getting agitated. And to the point I recognize that I was gaining territory while I was decreeing the word. Now, this is a word in season. This is a word for the moment because it was a rhema word for that situation. So, and I took it in long story short. I said, in the name of Jesus, after I read it, I said, we have the same authority that he walked in. 
And I looked at the demons and I said, you know what I'm talking about. And they, they growled at me and said, yes, we do. We were there. Now, this is pretty interesting. I know you can't always trust what demons say, but the demons were telling me the story that I was reading. They were at that encounter. Thus, why the Lord would ask me to read it. Because he knew who they were in this person. And they knew, he knew that they knew the power that we were going to decree from heaven to deal with that spirit. And so we did, and the demons came out. It was a supernatural miracle uh, that evening when we did that. Okay, there's an example, another example of applying the word. And I, I am not here to challenge anybody who's been in the word movement and just quotes prosperity scriptures, quotes to all the things. Whatever your need is, in that moment, ask the Holy Spirit to give you what that scripture is. I find the Lord one knows pretty much what you're going to read daily. If you do a pattern, you're going to know that for sure. But even if you're going to, he, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows where you're going to head. I believe he's going to give you inspiration and revelation in what you read each day. And if nothing else, what, like, you know, I was reading Psalm 49 and the Lord said, go back to Jeremiah 17. And that's why we remember scripture. That's why we get data banks so that we do have these things that God can remind us of. He knows what's in your data bank. If you got, you know, 10 scriptures, that are life scripture to you. He'll pull one of them out in, in the time of need. But here we are. And I want you to catch this word and I want you to grasp this word this week, revival of the Bible. And now tomorrow I'll, I'll just finish this up. But I want you to grasp it and ask the Lord, you know, God, show me how to use your word this year and let me have a revival of it. Let me have a place where I'm not just quoting scripture, but I, I have a word, the living word, which you are the living word. This word should be alive and thriving. And uh, tomorrow we'll talk about how Jesus was at the temptation and how he used the word there. But it's a perfect example. It was applicable to the situation. And so every situation has a word that it's applicable about. And if we can find that word through inspiration, through revelation, and we apply it, it's a living word, active, sharper than any two-edged sword, that will accomplish what it was sent out to do. Our, our responsibility is to get there. So let's close this. This week, we're not going to fear our adversary, our foes, because they're thriving. It seems like they're being successful because they who put their strength in themselves or in man are cursed. We cannot fear a cursed people, a cursed entity, which is Satan himself. He is cursed. He is defeated. Unequivocally, completely defeated through the cross. And we know that, but why not revelatory-wise decree that in your situation, that it would apply to your situation each and every time. And that as you do it, it will be a powerful encounter where the Lord leads you to victory. Father, I pray that right now over everybody that's listening to this podcast. We love you, Lord. And we speak life to everyone today in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast. We are now taking applications for our 
fall session, 24 session of Olive School of Ministry. If you know somebody, a young person, anybody that would like to go to School of Ministry with us, we are taking applications now. You can go to our app. We also have an olivesm.com website, and you can register there or find information about it. It's go to our website, christiancentershreveport.com, and find out about it. But we're taking registrations for next fall. If you know somebody, please send them our way. God bless. We'll talk to you tomorrow.